Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey there, welcome to The Tents. I'm your host, Scott Feldman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, over the century and a half or so in which the so-called modern aquarium hobby has been around, the idea of an aquarium as a miniature ecosystem has you know, been suggested, and that's nothing new, right? It's certainly a valid one, and one which is as hard to dispute as it is to fathom why it always seems to be this amazing new concept to some people every time it's mentioned in the aquarium world. I think it's because we've been a bit too insular at times in our hobby work. It's like it hasn't dawned on us that it, this idea is kind of fundamental to the aquarium hobby. It's fundamental to aquariums. Now, ecosystems are really fascinating dynamics which embrace all kinds of stuff, life and death, reproduction and, you know, predation, growth and decomposition, the tiniest, least sophisticated organisms and larger, more complex ones. Aquariums are like the epitome of this. The definition of an ecosystem is a biological community of interacting organisms and their physical environment. That's an aquarium, isn't it? An aquarium ecosystem is a sort of set of interdependencies, really. In other words, it has different organisms living in it that interact and depend on each other. They can't survive without the ecosystem. If any part of the system fails, the whole thing fails. You know, the mythical yet sort of half-grounded in truth hobby nightmare of the tank crash is typically caused by a failure at some level within the ecosystem, right? Of course, as aquarium industry vendors, manufacturers, and thought leaders, us humans love to apply descriptors to the type of aquarium approach that we favor. You know, botanical-style aquarium. Where have you heard that? <laughs> Biotope aquarium, nature aquarium, reef aquarium, high-tech planted aquarium. All somewhat different in their orientation, yet all essentially the same. A collection of interdependent organisms existing together in a closed system. Every aquarium that we set up is an ecosystem. Every fishbowl, every tiny nano tank, every huge public aquarium, they're all an ecosystem. In fact, it's almost unavoidable. Now, yes, some approaches do facilitate the development and maintenance of an ecosystem better than others, but they're all ecosystems. Planted aquariums and botanical style aquariums are systems which at their very foundation, and I throw reef aquariums into this too, um, are configured to recruit, develop, grow, and multiply microorganisms and other life forms to, you know, form the basis of the ecosystem. The botanical style aquarium, of course, which is what we like to talk about around here, depends upon, of course, botanical materials, leaves and so forth, to impact the environment in multiple ways. I think it's an approach which does an even better job than most at creating an ecosystem in the aquarium. Now, this type of aquarium embraces a microbiome of life forms at all levels and of all sizes, ranging from our fishes to small crustaceans and worms and countless microorganisms. We've talked about this a million times here. These little guys, the bacteria and the paramecium, the Daphne and all those guys, they comprise what's known as the microbiome of our aquariums. And a microbiome, by definition, is defined as a community of organisms like bacteria, fungi, and viruses 
that inhabit a particular environment. Now, sure, every aquarium has a microbiome to some extent as well. We have beneficial bacteria, which, you know, facilitate the nitrogen cycle and play an indispensable role in the function of our little worlds. The botanical style aquarium is no different. In fact, this is where I start wondering. It's the place where my, you know, basic high school and college elective course biology falls away and you get into more complex aspects of aquatic ecology in aquariums. Yet it's important to at least understand this concept as it can relate to aquariums. It's worth doing a bit of research and pondering. It'll educate you, it'll challenge you, it'll make you a better overall aquarist. So much of this process and our understanding starts with botanicals, at least in our case, right? With botanicals breaking down in the aquarium as a result of, uh, of the growth of fungi and other microorganisms, I can't help but wonder if they perform to some extent a role in the management or enhancement of the nitrogen cycle. Yeah, you understand the nitrogen cycle, right? Okay, I know you do. If you really understand how it works, you won't try to beat it or circumvent it. Uh, aquarium hobbyists have, by and large, collectively spent, I don't know, the better part of the last century trying to create workarounds or hacks to work on ways to circumvent what we perceive as, you know, unattractive, uninteresting, or even detrimental. And I have a theory about many of these things, these processes that we try to edit or polish or skip altogether. I have a theory that they're often the most important and foundational aspects of botanical style aquarium keeping. It's why we literally pound it into your head over and over and over here that you not only shouldn't try to circumvent these processes and occurrences, you should embrace them and attempt to understand exactly what they mean for the fishes that we keep. They're a key part of the functionality of your aquarium. Now, I've had a sort of approach to creating and managing botanical style aquariums that is drawn from, I don't know, a lifetime of experience in my other aquarium hobby disciplines like reef keeping, breeding killifishes, and other more conventional hobby areas of interest. And my approach has always been a little bit of an extension of the stuff I've learned in those areas. I've always been fanatical about not taking shortcuts in the hobby. In fact, I've probably avoided shortcuts to the point of making things more difficult for myself at times. Over the years, I've thought a lot about how we as botanical-style aquarium enthusiasts, you know, gradually build up our systems and how the entire approach is about creating a little biome, a little closed ecosystem, which requires us to support the organisms which comprise it at every level. It's just like what nature does. The aquarium, you know, it's, it's an ecosystem. So... Staring at natural aquarium, you know, aquatic habitats over the years and trying to figure out and how they formed and why they formed and what the factors that influence their ecology, you know, ecology are, uh, keep me constantly inspired and constantly searching for new answers. Uh, studying the Agapo of South America really gave me a real inspiration and ideas to try in order to create more unique, more highly functional aquarium systems. Aquariums, which are more than just aesthetic representations of these wild habitats, they're functional ecosystems representative of the habitat in multiple ways. I think that's where the future lies. So we shouldn't be surprised at all by the idea that every aquarium can and should be viewed as a closed ecosystem, one which mimics the wild ecosystems on a level which we previously not considered. Yet, when hobbyists create a botanical-style aquarium for the first time, we see this incredible excitement about the, the life and the system and the vibrancy and how the fishes look and all this stuff. It's pretty cool. It's excitement. And again, I wonder if it's because 
We've been indoctrinated or so indoctrinated to the idea that we need to scrub and polish out all the undesirable stuff, the detritus and blah, 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 that when we finally embrace the botanical style aquarium philosophy of, hey, let it be, that the amazing you know, burst of life and the responses of our fishes to their environment is truly astonishing. It's so different than what we're used to. Instead of a scrupulously clean tank with every piece of gravel looking like it's, you know, comes out of a surgery room, you have an aquarium where there's detritus on the bottom. There's multiple layers of decomposing material. There's fungal growth. There's organisms working it. The fish are doing what they have done in nature for uncounted centuries. They're foraging among it, looking for food, spawning, hiding from, you know, attackers or prey or whatever. Uh, There's all kinds of behaviors that you don't normally see. And we're just not used to that. (laughs) The front row seat that we as botanical style aquarium lovers have is really unique in the aquarium hobby. Creating the aquarium with the intention, the intention of assembling it as a full tilt functional ecosystem is just amazing. It's very different than what's going on traditionally in the hobby right now. And I'm glad to see so many people jumping on this idea and having so much fun and discovering the joy of the hobby again. No other hobby specialty, in my opinion, is, except for maybe the reef world again, is poised to study, appreciate, and embrace the you know, vast diversity and the processes of nature like we are in the aquarium, in, in, in the botanical style aquarium world. It's incredibly exciting and quite humbling to realize that the mental shifts that our community has taken, that you guys, going beyond just the aesthetics and really working with nature as opposed to fighting her will likely yield some of the most important breakthroughs in the history of the aquarium hobby. I truly believe that. Yeah, the idea of an aquarium as an ecosystem is not new, but the idea of embracing the ecosystem part of the equation is. And thank you for doing that. Stay fascinated, stay studious, stay excited, stay open-minded. And always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tent and Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tent.